Before we get too far into this Fly Racing Racer X Unadilla MX review, I want to talk to you folks about Racetech. Pulp 22 is a code to save uh, motor work, suspension work. They'll have it all done for you. They're privateer proven over the years. Thank you to the folks at Racetech. It's been a big part of the pulp world for a long time now. And get your bike, uh, show it some love, and it'll show you love back. Seals, bushings, motor work, uh, privateer motor work. They'll do you do it well, and they'll do it a good job. they got a Racetech service centers all across America. And, of course, the gold valve stuff. Love it. Uh, good job for the folks at Racetech. And Pulp 22 will save you at Racetech. Thank you to those guys. Also, All Balls Racing. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Whether it's pistons from Vertex, uh, bearings from Pivot Works, cams from Hot Cams, bike in a box, Hot rods, connecting rods. The guys at allballsracing.com will have it ha- have it covered for you at good prices and great quality. So please check out allballsracing.com. They're ready to take your order. And thank you to those guys for coming on board as well. So check it out if you need some replacement parts for your motorcycle. They've done really good work. And, uh, yeah, sounds good. All right, on to the review pod. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. This is the Unadilla Review. Thanks for listening. Thanks uh, for checking in and uh, reviewing the show and giving it uh, a rating and everything else. Uh, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. 2023 line is out. Head to toe. They've got you covered. Flyracing.com. They've got the Formula Helmet. They've got the Boots, Zone Pro Goggle. They have the Evo line. They have the Kinetic line. I love the Kinetic Mesh as well. Lane Wygant dominating in Fly Racing gear. Uh, some BMX races. So please check out Flyracing.com. You get it from Motorsport.com as well. Uh, Cobo Links. We'll talk to you later about that, of course, on X Maps and, and on board as well as the uh, U.S. batteries. Thanks to the folks at Renthal, made over there in the U.K. More championships than all the other brands combined. Renthal.com for more information on that. Uh, chains and sprockets are the highest quality. The bars from 7 eighths to twin walls, they've got you covered. Great colors. They came out with the purple uh, limited edition stuff a while ago. It was a huge hit. I think they got more coming down the pike as well. Thanks to the folks at Renthal. Maxxis Tires, too. Maxxis.com. Please check them out. Uh, light truck tires, trailer tires, mountain bike tires. I love the Minions. And uh, Kay Clayson, Alex Ray, putting Maxxis into Supercross main events surely means something, right? So please check out Maxxis.com for more information on that. All right, let's get started. First up on the line is the voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. If you're paying, he's saying. It's Jason Wigan. What's up, Weege? Yeah. I'm eagerly awaiting, Weege, the, the battle for the three W Super Motocross races um, announcing crew. 
Wait, what? Oh, I'm, I'm oh, just waiting to see. Super yeah. Motocross, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Motocross. Yeah. Even I'm confusing all the different series. Yeah, which yeah. one's called what? Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, all the series are working together, so maybe we'll have me, JT, um, nine motocross rotating analysis <laughs> in there, and then maybe uh, RC Diffie, uh, Todd Harris. Uh, Blair, of course, Will Christian. Let's get them all in. Let's, if we're going to do it, you know, if we're going to truly join forces, let's have 20 of us. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to RJ and McGrath. They're in turn four. Uh, Emig's in yeah. turn five. RV's in turn we six. Glover. Yeah. yeah. JT. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> Ready. It'd be, it'd be great. Uh, uh, also here, he's in Pulp Studios this week. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. Uh, long day of flying on Thursday. Long day of flying today. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to do this podcast in studio and then pulp show tomorrow night. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fun. 2023 stuff is out. It is. It is. Finally. Uh, this is the latest we have released stuff in a very, very long time. Uh, yeah, that's not anything we could control. Just that's the norm. I think, I think that's pretty much everybody. Like I think, uh, all of our competitors are super late. I don't even think our biggest competitor has launched their 23 stuff yet, which is not normal. But it is exciting. Uh, we'll be showing it all on the uh, Pulp Show tomorrow night. Brought a bunch of it with us, helmets and gear and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it, uh, uh, it's awesome. And please check it out, motorsport.com or your local dealer, of course. Um, all right, Unadilla, I wasn't there. JT, you were there. You were working the pit reporting again. You had throwback, Weech. Throwback. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, a throwback. Throwback. Oh, yeah, I, did, I didn't uh, either, but yeah, good <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. You coined that. And, um, yeah, he came in fired up. I was like, dude, you were bringing some heat. And he's like, I got 12 rounds worth of energy for one weekend. So uh, it was cool. It was good to have him back. It's a lot easier, obviously, the guys that have done this before, like working with RC. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, he was good. He was good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like, I mean, again, if we're, if we're talking about, you know, ranking these guys, not one of my uh, um, personal, like, top three, I would say, on the year. But he was fine. Fro knows the deal. You know, comes in with good stuff. Yeah. Like, like um. Like a cheese pizza. Just, I thought he was good. great. Yeah, I really did. Okay, all right. I, I did. Uh, and he has a little bit of an advantage. He's done this so much. He is a veteran of this role. Uh, so he, he, you know, where he started from was expected to be much higher. So that that's fair. But I, I thought he did a good job. And, and we hit it on the head. Like, he had so much energy throughout the weekend. Like, he was excited to be there. He was talking to everybody. Right. Like, he was just all in. Like, rehearsals, he was pumped. Um, so yeah, yep. I, I thoroughly enjoyed working with him. I mean, like Steve, I know you don't watch our monster staging area show. We do Friday nights. No, I missed that. Yeah. But he was killing it on that. Like he, it, it was good. It was right. a good weekend. One hilarious idea. One, one hilarious thing. He had this great idea where he wanted to show how a track develops. So he actually got the TV crew. They put in these two stationary cameras, like one on the entrance to a corner and one on the exit. And we were going to see like, here's what it looked like at seven in the morning. And then here's how the bumps and ruts start to come in. And then, of course, we end up, and we'll talk about this here, with probably the least bumpy, least ruddy Unadilla ever. And one of the cameras, the riders just kept going wide and kept smashing into it. And by the end of the day, it was just out of commission. It was just done, yeah. (laughs) It was a great concept. Uh, We showed it a little bit in practice, but in the motos, it was dead. So a few years ago, I thought Unadilla was great. It's usually really wet, and the weather gets crappy, and it gets into this rut cross. And you just race from rut to rut, and I felt like the prep has been better than the years past. What was that last year? Was, did last year uh, AP loop out? Was that last year? year yeah, it was last year. Yeah, yeah. It was last so year. last year I thought it was great. Like it looked great. It looked like a fun time. I think I was there. Um, 
And uh, uh, this year, it looked dry. Mm-hmm. It looked marbly. Bonus points, by the way, if you took a shot every time Fro said marbles, you'd be hammered. But it did look marbly. It looked dry. It looked like a dusty, uh, silty, not fun. Didn't look like didn't, a no, great Unadilla. No, 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 no. I talked to uh, several riders throughout the day, as you know, per my job, and the amount of like sketchy. I don't feel comfortable. I'm trying way too hard, and I feel like I'm going to crash any second, which Jet Lawrence almost did crash every second. Uh, that was just the it was the pervasive comment. Everybody mm-hmm. and and for me watching it right. All three of us have been watching this sport our whole life, but I also got to race tracks like that on a national, and I, I could see it. Like, I could see how sketchy those guys had to be feeling, and you could see all the mistakes. And that's the difference, I think, for, you know, the people that are listening to this, which are most that haven't raced these nationals. Like, if you go practicing or you go to your local track, you're racing on a weekend, and things aren't really working out, you can just back it down. You just slow down and say, you know what? Yeah. This track's terrible. I don't want to ride this. I'm going home. Or I'm just going to go slower. You don't do that in a national. Yeah. Like, you just got to keep sending it, right? And there are, like, limits. Like, you're not going to go over the board. But you can't just be like, yeah, the track's sketchy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go slower. Like, you can't do that. So I, I really felt for those guys. Um, I, it's not like you I have like to some feel of the riders sorry I picked, for them. It feels like but, some of the riders I picked in Pulp Fantasy have decided to do that, though, over the years. Yeah, but, I mean, the guys that are taking it seriously, like, you just have yes, to keep yeah, going. No. Even if you're not comfortable and yeah. you're scared to death, like, you just have to keep going. And that, and that was, I think, the the overall feeling for most guys yeah. this weekend. And look how many crashes there were. So, like, was there the water, were crashes everywhere. Was the water truck broken? No, they were watering. But it was, okay. they're in a pretty bad drought yep. there. So, it had been dry for weeks. Um, and, and Weege can add to this. But it had been dry for weeks. I talked to Davey Coombs about it. They were expecting rain this week leading up to the event that they didn't get. Mm-hmm. So that made it worse. They yeah. were like, okay, this rain's going to come in. This is going to fix our problem. And then we'll just piggyback off that rain and get the track good. Well, that didn't show yeah. up. So then they were way behind the eight ball. Yep. And then they were just trying to catch yeah, up you throughout can't, the weekend. You can't, you can't get it back once you do that. So, yeah. Damn. Well, uh, all right. So I said this, uh, I tweeted this uh, uh what happened to Eli Tomac doesn't happen to Eli Tomac. What Chase Sexton did, it's just unbelievable. Takes the points lead back. He was, uh, I don't know, sixth or seventh in first moto, way back. Passes Eli, drops him second moto, more of the same. Uh, what a ride, Weech. Sexton told us after Washugo that was his best win ever, including indoors. That was his best professional mm-hmm. win, Washugo. Mm-hmm. Did anybody catch up to him and see if this was his best professional win? Because holy crap. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. You know, I think that is the dramatics of, of having to deal with Tomac the whole time. But yes, this is an even more impressive performance. I mean, at one point in the first moto, once Tomac gets the lead, because we'll get to Roxon here, Roxon's in the lead, and you still give him that, ooh, it's Unadilla, maybe it's going to be Kenny's day. Once Tomac gets around him, I'm like, well, geez, Sexton's going to have to try to hang on and maybe just grind out another second yeah. like he's been doing. Yeah. Uh, I did not have... He's just going to eat up the gap to Tomac in what, like two laps? Unbelievable. And then just pass him and then just leave him. I, I didn't have that. And then once he did in the first moto, I mean, you're kind of expecting it to happen in moto two, and it did. But yes, tracking down Eli Tomac and leaving him in the dust has probably happened, I mean, what, five times that we could think of races <laughs> like this? Like, seriously. At both motos at that? Yeah. At both motos at that? Yeah. Uh, when, when Tomac's good, like, when Tomac has his bad race and he gets fourth, that's one thing. But when Tomac gets to the lead? Yes. We might have to ask to look that up. We might have to ask Clinton. It was like, it was like How Bag- often is Tomac led? It was like Bag at Thunder Valley. Thunder Valley. Yeah. Right. yeah. Famous father. Yeah. yeah. Famous right. father. Famous father yes. moment. Yep. I, yes. Can you think of any others? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, it's, it's very. Well, oh, you know what? There was a Marvin yeah. at Southwick, I think. I think there was a Marvin at Southwick. Yeah. And Marvin won one straight up over uh, Eli and Kenny at uh, Ironman. And then the next moto was when he actually hurt his knee. Yeah, but did he pass those guys? He actually did, man. Okay. Uh, I All think right. it was, was that 2019? I don't even remember. Yeah. But he did. That might have been Marv's best moto. And then well, we'll have to mention here. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that. Tomac is not – Unadilla is not his best track. Uh, there was one year I remember he whole shot and pumped up and finished seventh. But that's what we're saying. The weirdo motos, take those out. Yeah, yeah. Days yeah. where he's no. riding good. I feel this ve- doesn't happen. I feel very confident in um, – Summarizing that Eli Tomek is not a Unadilla fan. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. my for my evidence gathering and the people I talk to, I feel confident in he, saying that he's won once, right? Two fifty days, two th- two thousand thirteen. Uh, yep. Uh, so he's not going back next year. So we can't get the you know Dilla butt patch like RC had. Yeah, <laughs> but I think <laughs> I mean, even still, yeah, like what a ride by sex. So from talking to Jeremy Coker from. Just the small talk with Tomac after the race a little bit um, and what, hearing, you know, I get to hear what he's saying to his guys and whatever. I think he got to a point in the motos where he wasn't willing to go any faster. I, I think like if, okay, championships on the line, everything you got to go, it's the final moto of the year. Yes, I think there was more he could do, but I think he was like, I'm going to crash if I go any faster than this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm on the edge and I don't like this track. I don't want to race here. I really don't think he enjoys racing there at all, and that that shows up in his results. And and you could say chicken or the egg, which is causing which like he doesn't do well, so then he doesn't like it, or vice vice versa. But I think he just got like I can't go with him, so I'm not going to throw my championship away here. Yeah, like I'm not going to yeah. do it. So it's yeah. what it is. Well, Chase has a red plate now. Yep, sure does. Oh boy, we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, as far as championship picks. You have uh, to give Tomac a little bit of credit though for not panicking. He just like yeah he it, it, it's just what it, it's what it's going to be today. He looked like he wanted to fight you on the podium. He did. He was. It was not a comfortable <laughs> conversation. Uh, I felt very uncomfortable. Uh, he literally looked through me. Yeah, like yeah. I was like looking behind me. Like, is there some, yeah. is there a like a communist behind me? Like, what what are you so mad at? Because you're looking at me. Like you want to yeah. physically injure me, <laughs> and I'm I'm just a, I'm just a prop here. Yeah, like I'm a prop. Yeah, it, 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 he not not stoked on that no. day. No, no. I mean, you know, uh, split a moto, right? Like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but to get dropped, leading and caught and dropped, psychologically, as we know, these riders, this stuff's huge for these dudes. So I wonder just how much confidence this is going to give Chase Sexton going into buds. You know, like this could be it. This could be a run. This could be McGrath in 93. No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I, I told you guys I was just late. I was just late on my months. <laughs> I was months too soon. Um, but yeah, uh, this like okay, like I believe all that JT that you said about Tomax bike and not, and he never liked the track. He's never won. I, or he's won once. I get all of that, but confidence wise, Sexton doesn't need to care about any of that. This is just going to be like I got this guy. Yeah, I got this. Guy. I don't know that Tomac necessarily lost confidence because I th- I think it's very it will be very easy for him to just point at the track and say yeah that was like I don't do well there that to go 2-2 was fine Chase was on another level today that's that's great um and I kind of I bet would bet that he kind of knew that was coming at that track like he knows better than we do that he's never won there like I guarantee you so I think he will be able to shrug it off you, you think about all the weirdo rides he's had over the years then he just bounces back and wins again like so I don't think he's it's not like he's never faced adversity before. The flip side of that, 
when you talk about sex, then I, I do think there's something. Well, that's there. that's where I'm going. I, I know. Yeah. I just wanted to cover both bases because Sexton was the antithesis of that in his face, in his confidence. There was like an air about him that I saw it at Washugal, but Washugal was a little bit different. Like Washugal was like a little bit of relief too. Like it was yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, I finally right. did it. Like I finally stopped this Tomac train nine motos in a row and I, I got it done even though I didn't know if I could. Unadilla wasn't that. It was more of like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty bad dude right now. Like I, yeah, I, I, that was awesome to win. Uh, but it wasn't that same relief. It was more like confirmation of what he had done at Washugal, and and this is reality now. So right. that was pretty compelling. Um, I just don't know if Tomac really cares if it was compelling by Sexton or not. Uh, no, but th- this is, you know, yes on Tomac, I agree with you, but this is just more power yeah. for Sexton. But, but yeah. Tomac is great at Butts Creek. So yeah. I don't – it's going to be interesting. Like there's a lot – to unpack if you want to talk about who has momentum you know it's, it's a one point gap it's nothing yeah. basically right yeah. so it's it's virtually zero zero um you know I, I i do think tomac will bounce back pretty significantly at at bud's creek the way he rides he can be aggressive the way that the power curve was on that yamaha will work at bud's creek i still and i've been saying this for weeks though i really think that a huge huge piece of this puzzle is this thing ends at fox raceway yeah and Chase is phenomenal there. He's going to have more confidence than any other racetrack going there. And if Tomac goes in there even or behind, that's a really yeah. tough uphill battle to get it done at that track. Yep. Nice. Uh, God, what was their lead on Anderson? Again. I don't know. An hour? Yeah. Big. Yeah. Big. It wasn't quite as big as it was uh, Washougal yeah. or whatever it's yeah. no. but- I, mean, I don't know if that matters. You know, they weren't at, pushing to the end either, though. At uh, at uh, after Washugo, I'm I'm saying, hey, look, if Dungey's bike doesn't break, maybe Dungey gets third overall. Christian rode great, maybe he gets third overall. But at Unadilla, Anderson was clearly the third best guy. I mean, he worked his way up into that yep. spot both motos. Yep. Uh, Weege. Yeah, I think that's where he is, and I, don't, I think we we're just saying, you know, coin toss between Anderson as well at Washugo. Maybe those guys had a shot yeah. at him. Yeah. I don't think we're saying he was worse than them at Washugo, but uh, yeah, he is. So, and uh, I think that's what you're getting on the podium there, JT. You're yeah. getting like this mixed emotion from him. He yeah. can't decide if he's bummed or happy. No, and, and it's changing. It, it's really, it is really changing because at earlier in the season, I think he was like, "Yeah, sweet, I'm back on the podium. That's good. Like we're we're making progress." And then as he's become more of a podium staple, or like we expect him to be there, now that's transitioning into, "Well, yeah, fine, but I'm getting smoked by well, these two. No, he said on the podium after the second moto, you know, I haven't raced much motocross lately. No, I'm telling you, like, I asked him specifically, yeah. like, are you, is this awesome to be like, you're the third place guy now? He's like, yeah, kind of. Like, he's he's not thrilled. Like, I, and, and I can see the the change in his psyche where he was like, okay, I need to be up front. Winning would be awesome, but podiums are like, I've never been able to do that. And now it's like, podiums are expected, but not really it's not satisfying him. Also, anymore. I believe he only has top two bonuses. Anderson, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So he's yeah. not. But he's, you know, what? I get it. But I think, I think for this. him yeah. more, it's like he can't keep those guys in sight. No. Like they're just checking out yeah. on him, which isn't for the season he's had. You know, remember leaving Supercross, he was the fastest guy. Like anybody that was in his way, Tomac included, like get out of the way. Yeah. I'm coming by. And now it's just like those guys are just out of there. So I'm sure that's not yeah. the most comfortable feeling ever. We I don't see this changing either. And we got Buds, Indiana. And AP's great at Indiana and all that, and Roxon's good at all these tracks, but I don't see this changing. We're we're going one, two, three point swings in the last six motos. 
it's going to have to take something massive because, I mean, look at Sexton's starts this weekend. They weren't even good. It no, didn't even matter. No, yeah. They, you know, he's, what was he, seven, he's ninth or something? Yeah. It didn't even matter. Yeah. So, you know, you know me. I usually don't like to count that point scenario, but it's going to take something big, you know, mm-hmm. first-turn crash maybe yeah. um, for them to not go one-two. And if Tomac didn't even like the track, which I agree with JT, he still goes two-two anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Anderson not having podium bonus. That's a real kick in the nuts. Yeah, I can't 100% confirm that, but I can kind of confirm that. If it's, I, it's, if yeah, I told okay. you guys how I knew, you would also laugh. And I'll he tell made you a lot podcast, but, of money this year. Yeah, yeah he's He'll fine. He'll be all right. No, no, no one's having a GoFundMe no. for him. Uh, no. But, no. Hey, uh, I've got, you oh. know one, one thing for Anderson? He snuck in that overall at Hangtown, and at the time it was like, well, whatever. He'll probably win more mm-hmm. this year. But we're back to the, you know, he had that whole career of he had never won a national. Really, really good that he snuck that one in there. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Because I don't know if he's going to get another like, one here. I mean, no one's going right. to start using that dumb, you know, winless thing on him, which we all did, and we're yes. all over that now. But yes, exactly, you're totally right. But uh, at the time, it was like, yeah, hey, he wins here. He could win high point. Oh, I thought couple, so I would have said more yeah. wins were coming for sure. I, I, totally. Yeah. But now we're like, oh, good thing he got that one. Yeah. Well, he's done such a great yeah. job of just erasing all of the asterisks that were ever associated with him, right? Yeah. Like the, yeah. that. Yeah. 18 season, I was like, yeah, but everybody's hurt. Tomac hurt his shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. ah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He backed his way into it, right. however you want to say it. Then, right. oh, well, he's never done good outdoors. He obviously doesn't work very hard. Like, all that stuff is just gone. Yeah. All of it. Yep. Um, Ken Roxon? He, he uh, qualified fastest. Yep. He grabbed the lead early. Yep. Uh, he dominated this race last year. Yep. Two years in a row. Yeah. And what do we got? Set five, seven on the day. And, and it should be a yeah. six seven. He got Dunge got penalized in the first moto, right? Dunge beat him, and then Dunge got penalized. Yep. So yeah, I, I obviously I talked to him uh, on the podium after the uh, fastest qualifier deal. Yeah. And I, you know it's funny. In hindsight, I should have known he wasn't going to go out and go one one because even though he was the fastest qualifier, it wasn't. I, I've seen Kenny when he has this air of confidence, yeah. and he's just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Like I'm yeah, no yeah. problem. It wasn't that. It was more like. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Like temperature's pretty good. Like th- that helps, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like this determined, steel face Kenny right. that I've seen before. It wasn't right. that. I think he's still doubting himself or doesn't feel right or something, and and that showed up in the results. Weege, we had to talk about motor this on Fly Moto sixty. Yeah, well, you had some intel, I think, going in that it was yeah. going to be a struggle, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that he wasn't wasn't feeling good. Right. I don't know. It's it's getting. Um, and we did talk about it on Moto60. Uh, I don't think we ever thought we'd get to the point with Ken Roxon where it was like, what's he going to do for a ride? Dude, but, um, hasn't done his deal yet. I think yet. we're getting yeah. there. Yeah. I still think Honda there. finds a way and he stays there, but it's not done yet. And it doesn't sound like, you know, everything's smooth and gravy going over there. So. Well, I think the problem is, you know, if he's taking whatever ride is out there, like most riders would, this isn't even an issue. But – it's just difficult, I think, for a guy like Ken, who's probably one of the best paid riders every single year of his career, to and and always considered a guy that can win races and titles, which is what results in that money. That leverage is starting to fade now. And I mean, I don't think he's the kind of the guy that's like, I'll just do anything again in a bike and I can keep my Fox deal and I'll make gear money. You know what I mean? Like right. that's not the way guys at his level operate. So I would be. imagine that's he the problem. Be. No, he shouldn't. He's one no. of the most marketable riders on earth. I, I agree he is one of the most marketable riders on earth, but these results, you cannot just... I'm not saying he should... The results are not helping. I'm not saying he should get top dollar. I'm not. 
But he also won races this year. And I think if they get to some sort of happy medium, I think that's fair on both sides. I just don't know from everything I know about the negotiating on his side, from histor a historical stance, I don't know that a happy medium is going to be good enough. I really don't. Mm. Like there's some, there are some hard lines being drawn typically uh, when it comes it, – because they know how marketable he is, right? They're not going to want to undersell him. And but I don't know if you're Honda, if you're like, yeah, that's great. You can you can value him at whatever you want, but this is what we value him at. Him at you know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, he wants to keep Red Bull. Uh, he wants to race motocross, and yeah, it's an interesting times for sure. Uh, AP fourth. I skipped over him. Good job for AP. AP seems very start dependent, right? Lately, um, these at these nationals, and um, and he got a good one in the second moto, and. Kiefer said he's made a major change in the front forks on his bike. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they're so, they're go undergoing a lot of bike testing over there. Yeah, yeah. So, I talked to him after the race. He was, you know, pumped going into Unadilla because he was so fast last year before the loop out or backflip. And then he was very, 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 very unhappy with the track conditions because we know Russ oh, he was? Yeah. thrives. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he actually said he feels bad. He says he, after the second practice, he went off on – MX Sports and some of the track people so badly that he kind of feels bad now. He's like, heat of the moment, man. Heat of oh, the yeah, moment. Yeah. I really went off. I was saying some things I shouldn't have said. And he did admit by the end, it did end up having a challenge to it. You know, it was yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh, I think, uh, I think, I think yeah. many guys would have agreed it was challenging. It, it I don't almost think that would have been their yeah. first you know, choice in, of words, uh, but challenging. In 93 Unadilla, like oh. 15 bikes seized because of like dust. silt and dust. Yeah. It almost looked like that yeah. a little yeah. bit. It, I mean, they're yeah. in practice. I know you were yeah. not up for it because it's, you know, whatever. Right. But no, I was hungover. I, I was going to say yeah. it's too early. I was yeah. trying to give you an out. No, no, there. I was drunk oh, on Friday okay. night. I, I knew then, that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was trying to give you right. an out. Okay. But it was super silty. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like, weed, you know the berm before the mechanics area? Like, did yeah. you see those guys hitting that berm? It was just a full powder fest, like in all yes. those sections. It was pretty wild. <laughs> I was standing over by screw you and like when they would land that table at the top yep. and then the table after it, it was like, it took two riders to get under the water dirt. And then it was just dust clouds. Explosion of dust land. when yeah. they would land. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Good job for AP. Can fifth Dunge six Dunge worked up in both motos. It looked like, uh, for him. Um, you know, typical. I don't think Dunge is a Unadilla guy no. either. I right. don't feel like that's his best. Yeah. Like God, we, is, unfortunately. So we got Caroli coming back next week, Whoa. right? We got these mm -hmm. two guys up front just crushing everybody. Are we going 12 rounds with no Dunch podium? Washugal was a tough blow. I know. It would have happened. I think so. It would have happened. Are we going 12 rounds? Man. 24 motos? Uh, I wouldn't rule out either of these last two. Or okay. Honestly, he rode good at Fox Raceway. I wouldn't rule it out. I feel like he's... In that mix. I know Anderson seems to have an edge, yeah, but right. I feel like any of these three, oh, he's in the and, mix. And Ferrandis will be better. My next point yeah, was on this oh, on this Dunge podium be thing, yeah. Ferrandis okay, will wait. be better. You know, yeah. like That's a problem. I forgot about that. Well, you, could just, yeah. you could just do like Fro and go for the cheap heat, which Weege, thanks for coining that. Uh, <laughs> That's a wrestling term. It's a right, wrestling I know. Term. I know, but Weege yeah. was, because Fro was doing this, like at the Monster Show on Friday night, just like, who here thinks Dunge is going to win? And our crowd goes crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, come on, bro. <laughs> Right. Well, I, I was great. doing that at our Washugo live show, though, so I can't. I, I also I do that. I you just, were. I subscribe to that. I subscribe to that same same technique. Uh, Ferrandez came back. Uh, count me as surprised that he like uh, you know went for the lead there. Like that's yeah, that's awesome for Ferrandez. That was cool. I like. Yeah, I, I had a moment there where I'm like, uh oh, 
because he got shuffled back. Yeah. And I'm like, this could go real bad real fast. And then he yep. hung in there. He, right. did, he did a good job of regrouping. Yep. Stayed there. Uh, Second he, photo, he looked like he didn't have much, though. No, but yeah. he was still he was still better than I thought he would be. Because okay. I watched him in qualifying practice. It wasn't that yeah. impressive. And yeah. I'm like, this might be a tough day for him. But uh, he hung in there. So I, I think it's going to be much better from here. Um, I think he's probably really sore today. Mm-hmm. Be sore tomorrow. But I, you know, your body bounces back really fast putting it through something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it really did help him, though, being 75 degrees. I would say yeah, that, right? right? He didn't. It wasn't such a torture fest and, and a challenge on his body. So, but it, it was still good. No matter what you can say, getting yeah. out there and leading yeah. around there the first lap, that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Weege, did you? Somebody reported that he said he'd never watched one minute of the outdoor season on TV. Was that you, Weege? No, I did not hear that. Oh, okay. Did not know that. Uh, somebody that was on some. He told a media source, maybe swap. He hasn't watched one minute of outdoor motocross, which I found bizarre. <laughs> Maybe like he doesn't Just like can he, can he so not, much to watch. I guess can he not work the flow app? Oh, <laughs> 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 Maybe he had Mav TV. I don't know. Uh, he made it sound like it was a choice, you know. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Good to have Dylan back, though. That's awesome for sure. Um, and him and DV are together. Oh, really? Yeah, but. Uh, Dylan says that he said he haven't talked to him. Yeah, D- Dylan says that just RV our DV never texted him, and then I asked DV about. It. He said, "Yeah, we just haven't talked." And I said, "Why not?" He goes, "I haven't texted him." So just two people who never two people who never texted each Welcome other. Welcome to French people. Just, just assume. Welcome that it, to yeah, French people. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Like, this is like your coach. Yeah, coming back to racing. Yeah, yeah. You just don't text. Uh, yeah, like, who knows, come man? On. Stevie. Um, so uh, I expected better of Barsha, but uh, second moto was good. I guess first moto he crashed. Second moto, fifth. He's just so good, or, or sixth at Unadilla. Um, so that he hung in there pretty good. Are we are we sure. comfortable saying this is his worst outdoor season ever? Uh, well, I don't know. We'd have to go back and look at the points, I guess. It's got uh, it's got to be close. He got hurt the, last no, year. Of the normal seasons, yes. The JGR Suzuki season was okay. Yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. Unbelievably bad. Yeah. But that wasn't even Barsha. I don't know who that was. Yeah, good point. But like, there's so many seasons where he was just like second points, third in points, podiums here, there, all over, and then this mm-hmm. just not even. I don't. I has. I don't want to say he's not relevant. That's not fair. But it's it's not the same Justin Barsha right. that we're accustomed to. Yeah, yeah. No, you're correct. It's I, it's way off of his normal. Has usual. he? Well, he got third in Red Bud in the second moto. He got third uh, overall. Third overall, eight yeah. three, I think, or something. Still yeah, overall, yeah, third overall. Whatever. And then has he led a race? He led Red Bud. Oh, he did lead? Oh, yeah. that's right. He yeah, did. He yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's it's not terrible. It's just eh. It's eh. For him, it's not yeah. good. Right. Like, he should be in the mix, getting good starts. Right. And he's not. He's yeah. he's kind of an also-ran back And also, right we don't even hear any, like, oh, he sawed my front end off. He broke my leg. Like, we don't hear any of that. So, you know, you know things are just going so-so for him. Yeah. Uh, Savachi, ninth. I don't know what Joey's doing next year, but he asked me if Pulp is having a team. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is crazy because he's good. Yeah, like he's yeah. really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at his qualifying times; he was like second in the first qualifying session or something. Yeah, like he's so capable. And again, I don't know why it's always him, but it's like he's always the odd man out here. Like he's yeah. like trying to find a fill in and trying. Like it's just like I think he deserves better. I really think he deserves better as far as a rider goes. Craig tenth, but uh, I think he hit his head pretty good in practice. He from ate crash. shit. Yeah, pardon my language, but he yeah. did. Yeah, I heard Big that. One. Yep, I heard from people close to him that he probably had a concussion. Yeah, I watched you know? it happen. It was big. Where was it? Uh, go after the start, 
come down and go over the whole shot one, go left, and there's that step up? Yeah. Right there. Oh, okay. Just big. Yep. Kind of cased it and then landed sideways in mm -hmm. the ruts and then front folded and just slapped him. Oh, boy. Uh, where are we at with MXDM? Cooper Craig. That's, where, that's the showdown now right now, right? Yep. This is going to be difficult, and they want to do it by this weekend. Yeah, Cooper made it as hard as possible, and Craig made yep. it as hard as possible too. Like they both, yep. they both did everything. Like if you were writing a script, they both did exactly what they needed to do to just throw your hands up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I think I'm still, uh, I think I'm still uh, Team Craig, but whatever. Either one will be good. Like yeah. Cooper, Cooper told us his his uh, his foot will not be a problem. You know. Uh, I've, been, I've been pushing this Cooper train for a while. Steve, you know, and text and whatever, I've been kind of pushing that angle a bit. Um, now, if he was on the form he was at, like, high point, I was off the train. Yeah. But that's what I said. Like, if he continues to get better, he shows confidence, he starts winning motos, I think he should be the choice because I don't think Christian Craig is like the – he's not like a – automatic pick like yeah you can't not pick christian craig you know what i mean like, if it was like that then sure yeah. i get it but washuga was great for craig i understand oh. but i'm saying what i'm saying is if cooper's going to be out there winning motos give it to the 250 guy that's winning motos instead of christian craig who was like well we don't he hasn't really raced the 250 outdoors he hasn't really raced motocross nations before i can't like, believe craig's gonna get mike brown he's gonna get mike brown right off this thing i christian mike brown was winning the 250 motocross championship yeah. Christian Craig was not winning. Too no, he's in a tougher class. I understand. Yeah. He's not even racing that class. Right, right? He's so tougher. He's saying a better it's class. Mike Brown is crazy tough. No, I'm on the team. They made a T-shirt. I have the T-shirt. Yeah, true, was true. on the team. It's he was not removed quite, from the team. It's not quite the same. You're Listen, right. If it ends up being it's Craig, removed. I'm, I'm yes. fine with it being Craig. Yeah, I'm, I'm good either way. I prefer Craig. I'm good either way. You know, uh, Cooper's certainly. And, I mean, let's not forget, you know, he crashed in Moto 1, which, you know, is a mistake. But, yeah, you look Can we just announce four? I think they want to. I think they should. Yeah. I give credit to Paul Parabinos for, for first kind of sharing that idea with me, but I, I'm, I'm on board. Right. Uh, Weech, you? You didn't weigh in here. Uh, yeah, it's so tough. And what I'm, the point I'm making here is they get a pick by Bud's Creek. All the data is in. There's nothing more that can be done at this point. And the data is like dead heat. And I've heard several arguments both ways. Um, Cooper, as I always say, is so start dependent. Now, I'm hearing them say they're going to give the 250 guy the inside gate. If Cooper would actually pull the whole shot on a 250, which I don't believe is impossible, then I think there's I think Team USA just wins automatically yeah. based on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would agree with that. If he doesn't, like Cooper has never really shown that he can come through the pack, and the odds of getting a bad start, he might pull a miracle whole shot, but the odds are against you. Yeah. So I think that works on Craig's side because mm -hmm. Craig has, I mean, Craig really hasn't got good starts all summer. He's definitely proven. Yeah, he can come through. Yeah. And the other thing I had not thought of, okay, you guys tell me if you think this is a factor. The 250 has a production suspension rule. 450s do not. They will run the best possible suspension at donations because they can do whatever they want because it's FIM rules. So they're like, Craig will run his 450 full work suspension, which he is used to, where Cooper would have to try it and get used to it. Is, are we overanalyzing this too much at this point? I had never thought of that point. I don't believe there's a rule outdoors for 250 suspension. There's not. No. Yeah. Supercross only. Right. Yep. Outdoors is a motocross championship. So, you can run whatever. Whatever they're running. Very important people were telling me this. People that are involved with Team USA were telling me this. I don't this. believe for so. For motocross, that's not true. I don't think so. So they have the same stuff, essentially. Well, I think what they do is they keep it because they don't order, you know, they don't order the factory stuff for outdoors to only uh, have it well, for 12 rounds. 
you know? The point still stands that yeah. uh, Craig is used to writing the a, the best stuff, whereas Cooper is used to writing the yeah. A kit, which is good. But I don't. Or, think that's but true. my point is, is that a big enough difference? No. To make your decision on that? No. Okay. Uh, Troll Train eleventh. God, just six more motos left for Troll Train. And he, ever since he announced this, like, don't pick me, I'm just mailing it, and he's doing his best ever. Yeah, yeah. He's no, so much better. It's very he, frustrating. Yeah. He, he told me, I talked to him after the race, he said he probably shouldn't have said that when he oh, told you don't oh. pick him for fantasy. Oh, he admitted it. He's he had, still trying. He admitted it. Okay, all right. He's like, I did have a big crash that day. I probably shouldn't have said that because I am still trying. Just, uh, I just want to throw something out there to uh, JT and Weege on this pod. Did either one of you get approached by a Mrs. Martin to send in a couple of photos and write about being Alex's friend all these years? No. Uh, no. No. Okay. All right. Well, no. I guess it's I mean, just... I do talk to her because Fly Racing is an official sponsor. It's official apparel of Spring Creek Motocross. So I yep. do talk to her. Yeah. Well, not specifically uh, about that. so just one of us on this call is lucky enough to be inside the inner circle to be able to do this. Great. Yep. Hey, Brayden retired this year, and I was there for all of it. No, you were not, sir. <laughs> you were not there for the party. I was there for all the ceremonies, all the parties, all the goings aways, all of them. Oh, okay, I'm just checking. Well, uh, March Banks, eighth in the first moto. He needed that. Second moto, not so great. Uh, but that eighth was good for March Banks. He's had a tough go of it lately. Uh, McElrath was on the team. First ride, he didn't look great. I just looked lap times and lap charts. You know? I, yeah, get, I bad, don't know how much time he has on the bike. Bad right? starts didn't help. He, he said uh, something on his social media like, I'm going, I'm doing the best I can with what I got, you know? So, I, I don't know. I mean, he was 26th on the start of the second moto. That's not going to get it done. Yeah, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it, right? I, I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, Freddie Norn was back. He said he had a motor issue in the second moto and stuck in third gear the whole way. Yeah. yeah. Probably not the not worst that, track yeah. for that, though. Not that bad, right? Yeah. Uh, Josh Gilbert came back from the UK, crushed it in Pulp Re- Fantasy. Really well. Yep. That track, though, like I was talking, we were talking on the Fantasy podcast, and, and uh, Paul Parabinos was kind of like, eh, or I think actually Dan Truman was like, yeah, he didn't ride very well the last British GP or British national race yeah. and blah, blah. But honestly, I've watched a lot of those British races. Unido is very similar to a lot of the tracks rocky, slippery, mm-hmm. hard, right. crappy dirt you know like just blown out um so it wasn't surprising to me that he did well god jt you're watching british nationals yeah well we have a bunch of uh like we went we typically win that championship for fly racing so i I do watch them i feel hey if you ever like are bored on a sunday if you go on youtube the brazilian motocross championships are live the british (laughs) the british championships are live you know, you have MXGP, you have, like, there's, there's racing from around the world on YouTube. It's pretty wild. It's pretty cool. Um, what's his nuts? Is in Brazil. Uh, Brees. No. Okay. Um, who's the guy? Pogoroba? Who, no. <laughs> who's the guy who hit the wall at Bud's Creek? Uh, why is his name? Doug Henry. No. He hit the wall off the side and just endowed himself uh, off the finish line. Jonathan Beasley. No. He used to ride. He wrote. Uh, Millsaps. <laughs> Millsaps. The guy, what's his name? He's a foreigner. He's a foreigner. Stefan Everts. No. Uh, Bobby? I want to no, but Even that's a good Drago. one. That's a good one. I want to say 
now I gotta now I gotta look at my Instagram. Alex, it's not Alex Rodriguez. He plays for the he played for the Yankees. Um, his name is Alex. Anthony Rodriguez. Anthony Rodriguez. Oh, he had a Thank wall? you. You don't remember that? No. Oh, I think it was on He's Butler. Still going. He's down in Brazil. He's winning. Oh, really? Yeah, he's oh, wow. the guy. Okay. Anthony Rodriguez. A-Rod. Yeah. A-Rod. Yeah, so, A-Rod. So I was right when I said Alex Rodriguez. I was thinking I wasn't <laughs> that right. That actually is what reminded me. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, all right. A-Rod was fast. Yeah, A-Rod had moments. Um, he had speed. Uh, Malcolm Stewart, first national in eight years. He put a photo of himself like endoing on his Instagram. <laughs> it was yep. like, welcome back. I interviewed him after the race. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, how was he? Uh, he was upbeat. Yeah, I, I, look, was it great? No, no. But fifteenth, I, I mean, I don't know. I think he was more like this was a really difficult track to come back for. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of his his tone. I think, uh, and I agree with him. Next week will be a lot better. It's a track that agrees with him. He's, I think, he got third in a moto there before. It's very similar to the dirt he well, rides on every day at home. So uh, I think it'll be better. We, he, actually, he actually, sorry, hmm. he actually said. Which I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I didn't expect you to say that makes sense. He said that the core temperatures really hurt him. So he's like, I'm fit right now. Like yeah. Alden, Alden's just been crushing us, and nobody got tired today. Right. It was 75. Yeah, like yeah. it's like everybody just stayed the same pace. He's like, next week if it's really hot at Butts Creek, I will be better because of that. Weege brought this up on the Moto 60 show on Thursday. Count me as surprised that like a highly paid factory rider who hasn't raced outdoors for eight years is coming back for the last four off of injury. Like, you know, you just think that they, ah, just park it. But good for Mookie for coming back. And for, yeah, you don't normally see this. And uh, so, yeah, I don't, you're right, JT. I mean, he's going to beat Norn and Gilbert. He'll be better next week. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be better. I don't think, it's same tone. I know know I'm beating a dead horse here, but I don't think he really enjoyed the racetrack. Right. On Saturday. Uh, Dino, 16th, Weege, came back. Dino's last outdoor nationals. He's already talked about that. So. Yeah, I would imagine it was kind of similar to uh, to Mookie's situation. And even the results ended up being pretty similar, too. So right. come back from injury, and all right, we won't beat the dead horse on the track anymore. Yeah. But with the incentive to hang it all out when it's marbly, or whatever you want to call it, yeah. probably not there. Uh, well, neither broke or crashed in the first moto. Uh, second moto's all right. Canning, of course, local. Yeah, he said bike problem, oh, bike first problem. moto. Yeah, Canning, yeah. NESC guys, they always do good at Unadilla and Southwick. That's that's standard standard operating procedure there. Uh, Benny Bloss, DNF, DNF. Did, Je- did Jeff come? I don't know. Someone <laughs> needs to check that out. I never out. saw him, so yeah. I don't think so. Oh, um, no. That was a good run. It was a good run, Benny. It went longer than any of us thought. Yes. The so. starts, I you know, I don't know what happened if he had a bike problem. But he got terrible starts. Yeah. And then it was just like he was moving forward, and then it was like hey, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's the 450 class from Unadilla. Uh, thank you to the folks at motorsport.com and Kobo Links, of course, motorsport.com. Free shipping and everything over 79 bucks. Really appreciate it if you people, when you ordered from Motorsport, went through the banner on Pulpomex or Pulpomexshow.com and uh, ordered from Motorsport through the banner. That would help us out. It, it helps us, you know, pay Weege those ex- these crazy prices he demands for this review pod. And, uh, and JT as well. Maybe you can get another cooler. Uh, so thanks to the folks at motorsport.com dedicated team of gearheads there. And of course, Koba links as well. Uh, K O U B a links.com Pulpamex code will save you money and get you free shipping. It's a lowering suspension link from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha and, uh, gain some confidence, have better suspension, better plushness in your, in your suspension, all of that with Koba links, Koba links.com. And also thanks to Onyx maps. Weege. Yeah, it's still summertime. Still a good time to get on to, 
whatever machine you like to ride, be it a mountain bike or a dirt bike or a side-by-side, Jeeps, whatever, ATVs, and they'll give you trails. They'll give you much better maps than Google Maps. Uh, they'll, you can leave notes for others. You can get notes from others on how the trail works. And uh, if you go to the site, there's usually some pretty good deals of 20 30% off subscription. So uh, go check it out. Go to onxmaps.com or onx off-road. On the letter X, off-road in the App Store or onxmaps.com. And you ask about batteries, and this is very relevant for this <laughs> race. We're back. Ronnie Stewart. This is his first national in a long time. The 606, 36, yes. 34 on the day, sponsored by USA Batteries. Proud to support Ronnie Stewart. I saw him. I think he, I think he topped B practice. Mm-hmm. I think it was faster than B practice. And I'm like, USA Batteries, you were back on the pod. Uh, so congrats to our Ronnie Stewart. They've been putting together high quality, high tech batteries since 1979. Thank so, you. Thank you to USA. Get one for your bike. Yeah. Renthal and Maxis all on board with us as well. All balls racing. Uh, 250 class, Unadilla. None of those classes crashes by Jet Lawrence looked nice. No. They all looked pretty good. Props to Jet <laughs> for still, like, pushing. You know, the, 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 the second moto crash, you know, was finally like, oh, God, I got nothing after that. But, dude, he was in second for a while after the first two, two crashes yep. in Moto1, and he doesn't win the national. He crashes three times, but, yeah, Jet Lawrence. I, I think he was uh, not a fan of the track. <laughs> he was not, but uh, he was pretty. And I'm sure he was being told this by his team and his dad and everyone else. So maybe it's not like he just came to this realization. But when I was watching him, I wanted to bring up. I'm like, hey, I think you're like overriding the track. Like you're trying too hard. This mm-hmm. track just does not respect. Like the more effort you give right now, the track's not rewarding that. Yeah. And I think he was just like, I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, push, 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 push. Track's not having that. And uh, he that was the first thing he said is like, Yeah, just trying too hard. Yeah. Trying to ride the track way too much. Like yep. I'm giving it way too much and the track's not gonna give me that. So I, I was like, Man, again, this kid's only nineteen, right? And he's he's very yeah, he's very insightful into his own good and bad, the things he's doing. Weege, you're you're still but even knowing all that, Weege, on the broadcast, you're doing the math for like a seven one. And wondering if it's if it's gonna break. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. When, when JT dropped the "You're an evil math genius" a couple of weeks ago, I'm just like, can we do it again? Can he make a seven-one work? Three fours, two twos, whatever it takes for overalls. I was hoping. Yeah. And with the way these kids are crashing, we were getting it. We were getting. I, it. Yeah, I thought it was in play. I'm like, yeah. watch Jet Lawrence win, and then five dudes crash that beat him in Moto One, and he ends up winning the overall. But it finally is done. He finally has not won an overall. Besides the race where his bike broke. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But yep. uh, and and again, by the way, that crash over where Pastrana, you know, that's the famous area where Pastrana went down, and yep. pretty yep. much, honestly, that was the end of his being good at dirt bikes racing career. Um, I mean, think about it was amazing how well he rolled. I'm like, man, he's even good at crashing. Uh, that's how good Jet Lawrence is. He's even good at crashing. Yeah. But like, you're like, dude, right there, you break your collarbone. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, those are, those, still are, that close. those are big crashes. They really were. They, none of them were, yeah. yeah like, I mean, you the, know? The, that one, the one where, where Fro crash also, where yeah. you mentioned, that yeah. one was a big one. Yeah. That was a big one. Uh, yeah. I did laugh, though, JT, when you were interviewing him, and he said, I hope the fans enjoyed the crashes yeah. at least. Yeah, I heard you laughing in the background while he was saying <laughs> That's it. hilarious. Yeah, it was awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed the show I put on with crashing. <laughs> But fourth overall, like it's all good still, right? Like yeah, yeah. all of that, you know, not not a problem. Um, 
Cooper, uh, Cooper second overall. No, Joe Shimoda. Let's talk about Joe Shimoda. Uh, great ride. Uh, that first moto. Yeah, was first moto. He's gone. Good. Twelve crazy seconds good. at some point. He uh, looked so comfortable. Yeah, it was awesome. Second national win, and yep. yeah, he looked the part. Like he just looked. He looked like he belonged at the front in that first moto. Man, it was it was really impressive to watch. Uh, one three on the day. I thought he. Oh, Oh, he got McAdoo. He tipped over. He, he tipped over in the second moto. Yeah, and yeah, he, got he got McAdoo, McAdoo late. Yeah, he got yeah. McAdoo late. I was yep. just thinking to myself, McAdoo got third, and I had him on the Pulp Show tomorrow night, which now maybe I'll cancel that appearance. Because in my brain, I was oh. like, oh, I think McAdoo, McAdoo got third. Yeah, He did really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I thought he got third. You're not going to wow. have Wackers on That's because proud. he got yeah, passed by yeah, the winner? I think I clipped him. I think I just no, clipped him. No, come on, bro. No, I won't. I Jeez. <laughs> I, I thought Shimoda went 1-4 for the overall. 1-3 for the overall. All right. But no, yeah, Joe, good job. Uh, yeah, super, super impressive first moto, like you said, uh, uh, JT. Uh, just, just taken off and, and, and gone. Led fourteen laps of the thing. Um, Justin Cooper, though, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he led the first moto, went down. Uh, second moto, he takes off, and he said his foot wouldn't be a problem. And you imagine how pissed off he was in the first moto when he crashed. Yeah. Oh my god. His bike was pretty so bent pissed. up too, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Because. You look at how that moto went. Maybe Shimoda beats him, but he gets second. Second, yeah. You know, and then yeah. the second moto he wins. He wins the overall. Like he and he, and he knows whether he wants to talk about it on TV or not. Because I was kind of asking him, and but I know from speaking to other people around him, like he really wants this motocross nations thing. Yeah, he knows he's got to win. Yeah, he just blew me out on Instagram for it. Right now, that's how bad he wants the Disney nations win. He blew you out. Yeah, right now. Oh wow! For saying that, I would pick Craig. Oh, okay. So he's yeah, he's oh, very, very. You're, you're kidding. What? You're kidding or no? No, he did. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying like he heard our heard us talking. No, no, about no. I, I said on Twitter today I prefer Craig and he. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was but, like, is he tapping into this podcast? <laughs> but I think <laughs> he know, I think he knew when he crashed. He's like, I'm blowing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm blowing Motocross yeah. Nations right here. And yeah. then second moto, he got it done. Uh, yeah, good job. Hunter Lawrence looked like he had a bike problem. Second moto slowed down, let a bunch of guys by, uh, and it, then we think it was just a rock in his brake. Right at the end of the day, like. Yep. So, and, and sorry, Ouija, I'm doing all the talking here, but uh, okay. we asked him, and, you know, Bond is like, got to ask him about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, you know, I asked him about what's, what's going on. I asked the yeah. Honda Mechanics mid-roto. They're like, we don't yeah, know. We right. have no idea what's happening. But they changed engines between motos, precautionary, I believe. And so he's like, oh, no, something's wrong with this new engine. Yeah, which happens. Right. Which is exactly so, what happened to Freddie. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, I'm not jumping the jumps. I don't want to do anything. But he's like. No, it's not the engine. It's yeah. something because he's, he's like it kept locking up. Like he's like I thought the engine was locking up, but it was something with his rear brake was locking up, and he couldn't dis- he couldn't differentiate between the two. Um, but he's like once I realized that the engine wasn't going to blow up, then I was trying to go for it, but the the rear brake thing was still an issue, and then he crashed on top of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I was gonna say like once he got it fixed, he went down anyways. Um, and, and he, he- turned his best lap of the moto, the lap before he crashed. Yeah. So you could see it. Like yeah. he tried to go he's for like, it, oh, I got it, and then yeah. he crashed. Yeah. Still a, a, a primo day to get points from Jet, his brother, and he gets two for different reasons, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was – it's funny. I kind of used the same – before we went on camera, the same uh, point with both of them. I was like, for, for Hunter, I was like, well, you made up points. wasn't a great day, but you made up points. And then for Jet, I'm like, well, you had a terrible day, but you only lost two points. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weech, how good was RJ in that first moto? Just out of nowhere. Like, look like he had. Yeah, like, and he tried down uh, not just when Jet was crashing, but he straight up caught him. Yeah, and 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 then bulldozed by him. Um, yeah, RJ just 
just tough season. Like there's been several moments like this where you're like, okay, he's back to just being podium guy. Mm-hmm. He's in contention to win, but it's it's two motos in one day that he hasn't been able to put together. I know he's expressed some extreme frustration with the motorcycle. Um, he has. It's got to yes. be tough. Yep, yep. Yes. But that first moto, you're like, okay. Like if you're Rockstar Husky, you're like, look at man, look how good that was. You yeah, know? Well, he's had a couple of those. He's yeah. had a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. days where you're like, okay, he's got it back. He's going to podium at least, maybe battle for the win. And then you're just like, damn it. Poor, Se- poor Seth Hamaker looking good and oh. then absolutely ate crap. DNF second moto. Uh, what happened to Mumphy? Do we know? Mumphy too. DNF, DNF. Went down and then pulled off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, didn't start second moto. Uh, Max Volan, another strong ride for Max. I mean, at his age, his experience, 6'6", six, six, with the guys who were beating him, I, that's fine. It's a good day, I think. Yep. I thought he rode well. Yeah, this is not going to be remembered by anybody or, or appreciated, but this is a pretty big summer for him, I think. This has been very, very – he needed this, yep. and it's good, and no one looks at sixth place. He's not in these battles much, but this is a big, big uh, step for him this summer to prove, uh, like, okay, yeah. this guy's good. Yep. Yeah, and, I think if you're KTM, you're wondering, what do we do with you? Now I think they know what they do with him. Yeah, and also yep. uh, Nick Romano, second forever, first moto. Good job, Nick Romano, came in, coming back from he injury. He it. Yeah. New Yorker. Yeah, we had him on our show Friday night. You really need to watch it, Steve. Oh. Monster Energy yeah. staging area. Yeah, right yeah we had him on our show. And hilariously, Emig, because he's going for the cheap heat, was like, what's the crowd response going to be when you whole shot the first moto tomorrow? And then he pretty much did. Yeah, really, right? So, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, JT, you said how he's pinning it. Like, he did not care. Like, Jets trying to get by His him. His defense is he amazing. didn't care. He has incredible defense. Yeah. <laughs> I will beat you to the next corner if I have to die to do it, but I'm beating you to that next corner. Looking at lap times, he probably needs to get in a little bit of shape, you know, like both motos late, but still impressive. And that's what you can build on. That's, that's, you, we can work with speed. I think, I think the yeah. pace was also like you throw those guys up there at the front that long, and they seem to, it, it takes a toll, right? Like yeah. their intensity's higher, their heart rate's higher. And then the last five minutes, it's like, yeah, that shows up. So I think if he had started 10th and been 10th the whole time, he probably doesn't look as tired or get as tired. Right, right. Um, but good job. And McAdoo, as we spoke yeah. about, uh, yeah, uh, McAdoo comes back from. I thought the second moto was great for McAdoo because there are a lot of people that are very questionable on McAdoo's outdoor ability. Like, you just hear that. I hear it from lots of people. It's like, ah, he's not very great. He's not very good outdoors. I don't yeah. know what he's going to do outdoors, blah, blah, blah. I thought the second motive was like, yeah. okay, he just shut all those people up. Well, I, I don't know for sure, but I don't think he's gotten fourth too many times in a moto no, in his no. career. Yeah, I'm just you know, saying. Like, first, first race, race back, back so yeah, like, yeah. it's great. Nick Way, man. Nick Way. Schmoda. McAdoo. He's just got the other guy he's got to figure out. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that guy's never won anything. No, but, you know, uh, spin. Well, you can't, I mean, you can't stop you from getting hurt. Like you, you can you can coach him up. You can do anything. I know. But. All right. Um, Thrasher ninth. Pierce Brown tenth. Weege, anything on those guys? No, I uh, I noticed Brown a little bit in the results, but I literally was driving back from the BMS track with my kid tonight and said, "Hey, wait, Thrasher is racing. I wonder how he did." I never saw him. <laughs> I never saw him. Ten seven. I saw him in day. staging. Yeah, I saw him in staging. He's yeah. got this weird donut thing on his side plate i think it's to keep his foot no it's it's the it's what the it's what kitchen was using is it to keep his boot off the no exhaust? it's uh what are they called uh we each from australia kitchen uses them i don't know it's on a side plate yeah you keep your keeps your legs 
Oh, it's like the it's like a bump yeah. on the seat. Yeah, like a okay. bump on the seat. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Extender pegs or something. It's Kitchen runs them too. Okay. It's yeah. right where yeah, the yeah, exhaust yeah. pipe and the number plate yeah. are. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, Swole 11th. Derek Kelly, I had him in fantasy, so uh, really rolled well. Uh, came up a little bit. Good job for Derek Kelly. Varese had another good moto after Washugal too. I uh, said he was much happier with the bike. Ryder D took a rock in the shoulder and pulled off in moto two, I guess. Up until yep. that, that first Moto 8 yep. was good, though. I talked, to him, uh, I talked to him after the race. He said yep. he's fine. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, Weege, Jorgen Telviku. <laughs> Jorgen Telviku. <laughs> Telviku. I was getting intel as the Moto went on, but I didn't get it fast enough. Yeah, clearly. I was like, like, clearly like, going through the paperwork. We just like, oh, I, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I have no idea. I yeah. was laughing. Good was job dying. for that guy, though. Yeah. Our guy, Lewis Phillips, says he's really fast, but he's a crasher. Uh, that was the scouting report for fantasy wise, but looks like he didn't crash. So EMX, he's the EMX two fifty guy. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I wanted to. Yep. Uh, I wanted. I actually asked Bondo to bring me in during that when he was running around and you guys had him on because at that time we had four international riders in the top ten, oh. which is pretty awesome. So I, I just thought it was something of note, like this. You know, the series is the American Championship and blah blah blah. But we had literally had four guys in the top ten that weren't from the U.S. Just trying to get Hayden to be the get rid of those euros. That's it. American riders are soft. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah that's what we're saying. Exactly. Uh, yes. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know who Slade Smith is, but that's a cool name. He's from South Africa, 23rd. Slade Smith. That's cool. That's like an action star <laughs> name, you know? It is. Yeah. Slade Smith and yeah. <laughs> like some, you know, yeah, franchise remember, remember sequel we, three. Jean-Carlos Ramos for a while. That was our <laughs> oh, guy. Yeah. That was our guy oh, for a while. Yeah. You know, Jean-Carlos Ramos in the Eliminator. So my buddy, my buddy that uh, he's a – Former bodybuilder, he trains a lot of guys. He actually does all my fitness programs. He's in India right now training, like, India's biggest action star for this movie called Krish, K-R-R-R-I-S-H, mm -hmm. three. Oh. It's like, he's yeah, like yeah. Sylvester Stallone of, yeah, India. of India. He's over there training him right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. With the cooler? This is why you end up with a Yeti cooler. Yep. This is, is why you it's, end up with a Yeti cooler. The cooler's exactly. at my house, Weege. It's, it's in my house right now. <laughs> the cooler's at the house. Yeah. This is exactly why I have it's a cooler. It's phenomenal. Yes. The cooler's taking a little break. It's hanging out of the house, chilling with you guys. We're going to put it on a pool later. It's going to chill on a, on a raft in the pool. Let's hang out there. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys saw Nathan Laporte's um, Instagram, but what the hell was going on down there, Weech? Uh, I, got a I, note from, I got a note from a mechanic that said the 450 LCQ was just, go pick your gate, guys. Go pick your gate. That's what I heard. Yeah. Laporte, Laporte says he was in 34th. Then they found some guy that was going slower than him, but put him ahead of Nathan Laporte. And then, so Laporte showed up for the LCQ to make sure because there wasn't enough time to explain anything. And then they were like, oh, yeah, our bad. You should have been in. But too bad you're not in anyways because he went to the line because he didn't make it into the LCQ. Dude, honestly, like, I mean, I, this Nathan Laporte guy, he's just a working man's privateer. He's got a job and everything. And, he, and then I heard from another mechanic, like, what is going on with the timing? Oh, what is happening? Weech, what are you doing down there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to shoot our uh, on camera. We usually shoot it at about 1230 uh, when that race is over. And then I got a phone call saying, like, uh, the race is being delayed because uh, they're trying to sort out timing and scoring issues. So we're pushing our on camera back 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm just like, oh, my God, not again. Come on, man. Dude. And then uh, I saw I went out there to watch it, and our, our buddy Del Nicky and uh, Jack Courtney is a mechanic. I'm like, 
how's that Vicky doing? He's like, first turn crash. I'm like, ah, it sucks. He's like, yeah, but you don't understand. We came down to the gate and there were no gate picks. And it was just like, pick a gate. So, of course, there was a first turn crash. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I just. I, is I, that, this is every week. JT, if you were a privateer with Frank. Yeah. And you and Frank roll down there and they say, hey, we got no times. Just pick a gate. And you guys got there a little bit my late? My dad, well, we, we wouldn't have been there late, but my dad yeah. would have bolted. I'm talking like Usain Bolt towards a gate. <laughs> <laughs> and dove. He would have dove into a good gate. Uh, and then this, this, this Laporte guy, like, it seems like he made it. It seems like he was 34th fastest. And it seems like, according to him, the AMA admitted that they had guys that were slower than him ahead of him. But sorry. And then he was on the timing and scoring in the moto on TV. As a, as a DNS in 40. So the timing and scoring said he made it. The AMA said he didn't, and he didn't get to make it, but he was listed as 40th place DNS. Could you imagine? Nathan Laporte. Could you imagine when they said pick a gate, like the Oklahoma land rush? Yeah. That went yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. I, I just imagine it like when they have f- f- four chairs and five kids doing yeah. a circle, yep. and they you, stop who, the music. music stops, yeah. Uh, what is going on, though? Like, what is I, I don't know. I, this is like the Salt Lake Pulp Race. People <laughs> paying for gates. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I, I, I cannot believe it, man. I just, I will say, though, stay at home this weekend. Flow app, flawless. That's good. Grow great. Yeah. But I heard they didn't oh, get okay. practice to start. I heard practice yes, didn't heard start on time. <sighs> I didn't watch it because I wasn't the there. But I just, for me, the app didn't kick me off. Service was good. I didn't like the announcer, but everything else worked great um, for the Flow app. But I can't believe I like, the Flow. Like I literally, I just start seeing all the various ways people can get a hold of me, and like things start happening, and I'm like, oh no, something's wrong with one of the apps. And, and uh, this support so, yeah, dude, that was practice. I mean, this support dude, he said he drove all night after his after his job and drove all night and went there, and then which none of that matters. No, but it doesn't. But you but, make the motos and you pay the entry fee. It it doesn't matter, but they should be able to execute this is the point Dude. like you what you have to go through to get to the race and none of that's relevant but it sucks when your times don't count you don't get your gate pick that you earned right like all that that all yeah. matters yeah i mean kevin moran's didn't make it yep I, I, and tristan lane didn't make the motos like these are he guys that alter- are he got it as an alternate oh he did okay yeah. because you know why because laporte didn't show up right i don't know dude oh my god yeah it doesn't matter what the reason is either no. like Okay, you can have something get messed up once or twice, but my my rant at the end, I was just like, I feel like we go one out of every three weeks without an issue. Maybe well, like it's it, they, they issues more than they don't. Spring Creek, we were about to delay one of the motos, the main yeah, motos, yeah. because of timing yeah, scoring. Just, like uh, Bonda was yelling about, "Hey, we're going to be delayed. You go find people to talk to." I'm like, "Uh, okay," and I just take off running. Yeah. Uh. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I would love to have seen that been there. Well, guys, we got no times. We don't know who qualified, but grab a gate. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, this is. I, I tried to get some info after the race. I think they were attempting, and the reason they held it by 10 or 15 extra minutes, I think they were trying to make like a reasonable guess, like using whatever data they did have and the hand scoring from practice and all these things. I think they were trying to make like reasonable guesses, but whether they had no gate picks at all, or they were somewhat reasonable guesses. Either way, it doesn't matter. You can screw this up once, but it's been screwed up so many times now where it just needs to be 100% right, not a reasonable guess. Like, you, you can only get so many mulligans. I do not 
get I, it. I don't. And I don't. It affects either. me very little, but it does matter when I, I the, even the pilot on the screen the whole time. Maybe earlier in the year, we're like, wait, is Roxon gone? Is yeah. He, did no. he crash, or yeah. is it just timing and scoring? Like, we don't know what to trust there, anymore. There was no timing and scoring. It doesn't Laporte, but still. There was no timing yeah. and scoring thing on TV for 10 minutes. First 10 minutes of the moto. Nothing. That's probably for the uh, best. Probably this for weekend? The best. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah. It was probably for the best, yes. <laughs> yeah, just nothing. Nothing for 10 minutes. Just whatever. I've Listen, I've watched before where I thought I was going to have a seizure. Yeah. Because yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah. all over the yeah. place. I just... Ah, uh, man. It's um, like... And I think there's this like look. This is MX Sports. I know. AMA. I, this I is, talked to Davey during the day. Like, he's not pumped. Like that <laughs> yeah, they're having all these issues. Not, I know, like, but it's like I think like people are just like, yeah, they don't care. That like, no, this is their series. They yeah. take pride in this. It's their life's work. Like, they're not thrilled get, that they're having issues. I get caught up in this. I'm an employee of yeah. X, who's MX Sports, and yeah. then people come at me. You know, you're but, not talking. But I just I feel I, bad for Davey in this yes. scenario because he's. He feels. He didn't bad. build the Mav app. No, and he's getting <laughs> crucified by people, and it's like, dude, you think he's enjoying this? Yeah. No. No. no of course. No. Uh, speaking of more enjoyment, Weege, uh, before we wrap up here at Fly Racing Racer X Unadilla review, you uh, you talked to Bobby Reagan at Star about this Deegan El Loretta Lynn's claim thing. Well, we're trying to get all the pieces because, and it was crazy timing because um, I, I was not, I, I didn't know if the rider who we, who we now we know his name is Brendan Schofield, right? You know, I didn't know if he wanted to be named. I didn't know if he wanted to get publicity. We know how the internet works. I was worried, like, maybe this kid wants to be somewhat anonymous because Deacon has a lot of fans, right? And you know how ugly it can get on social media. So I was going out of my way to, like, I'm like, if this kid wants to go high profile and tell a story, that's fine. Do you? But I'm not going to. Do you yeah, not want yeah. the smoke? Do you that's want the it. YouTube smoke? That's it. That's it. Like, you get into the Deacons has so many fans. And they all have a lot of haters also. They're just popular in general, both sides. But, you know, I was just like, hey, I heard this kid wanted to do a protest at Loretta's, or a claim, sorry, not a protest. There's, by the way, I want to say, no one is saying that Deacon's bike at Loretta's was illegal. This is a claim, not a protest. Uh, but I left Loretta's. I did your show Monday night, Steve, and I'm like, I think it's just done. Like, he, something made him change his mind. It could be nefarious. It could be bad of what made him change his mind. But... I'm not going to out the kid's name and then have Deegan Army going after him unless he chooses to. But then Friday, an interview does drop. So he did decide he does want the smoke. Uh, and then everybody at the track is scrambling because it's like, oh, wait, well, what are all the other sides of the story? Um, you know, which I feel you have to tell. Like, I'm not at all saying that this kid is lying. I listened to the interview. It was a great interview. Did you guys listen to it? Yeah. It was great. I thought he did an excellent job. He, he came across well. If the kid is lying, he's a hell of a liar. Because everything you, sounded pretty listen, solid to me. To it, no. right. Yeah. If the kid's lying, he's a hell of a liar because it sounded really good to me. Full props that he did it and he told the story and he sounded great. But, you know, you owe it to, well, what's the only side I know is I talked to Tim Cotter, so I know MX Sports side. Uh, but I owe it to everybody else. And then I found out that Bobby Regan was looking to talk to people. He wanted to get his team's side out. Um, so Bobby's take is. They do not have a full factory engine uh, at Loretta's. They, they do not have the Justin Cooper, you know, factory motor at the amateur races. The only thing they were worried about getting out is, you know, the internal components in these engines. They all have vendors, right? They, somebody makes valves, somebody makes valve springs, cams, pistons, all that. So apparently one of the things that Star has really dialed in is who some of these vendors are, and they didn't want that to get out. 
the parts in the engine aren't the best parts. They're not the full factory best, best stuff. But they don't want other people knowing what companies they even use. So he said that was our only concern. Nothing was illegal about the bike. I'm like, Bobby, nobody said the bike was illegal. And by the way, it's, it is legal to run a factory bike there. It's just dumb because someone could claim it and you'd lose a lot of money. Uh, so that was Bobby's take. And I said, what about Yamaha's side? And he's like, I'm only speaking for Star. I just told my employees this is the only thing I'm worried about. I speak for the team, not Brian Deegan, not the mechanics, not the riders. And uh, he said we did not do anything to stop the kid from taking it. This is what we were concerned about. We did not want those vendor names to get out. But we did not do anything to stop him from taking the bike. And I'm like, what about Yamaha? And he's like, I don't know about Yamaha. So there you go. Take that or leave it. Whatever well, you think. Yeah, I think the whole thing is a non-factor. If, if, so if Bobby is telling the truth, which we have no reason to doubt it, he is, but if Bobby's telling the truth, then Brian Deegan can, 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 can make this whole story go away with just accepting the rule. I've heard Brian has said, like, I didn't know that was a rule. That doesn't matter, Brian. That doesn't matter. He doesn't it's, know there's a claim rule? Yeah, he's, mm, that's what I've heard. Come on. So somebody like Yamaha did sit the kid down and talk to him and try to talk him out of the claim. Donnie Luce did. Kid wasn't having it. Matt Walker got involved, tried to talk the kid out of having a claim. The, kids, the kid eventually dropped the claim because of the dealer, the dealer that supports the kid. That's why he dropped the claim. And, yep. and so that's, that's it. But, yep. but the, it, it all stops. None of that happens without Deegan pushing Yamaha to say, like, hey, man, we, got, we can't let this happen. I don't want to let this bike go, whatever. You know what I mean? Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. We know that that's what Deegan did? Because if who, who escalates this to the next level if, if, if the, Tim Cotter and the AMA tell Deegan your bike is being claimed? That's it. End of story. It's over. Well, it well, is possible Brian that Brian to... Deegan is concerned and also Yamaha is concerned and also Star is concerned on parallel tracks and they didn't need Deegan to escalate it. They had escalated it themselves. Well, no, Bobby just said, we'll let the bike go. It wasn't a pro bike. You, you just said Bobby was okay. like, we'll let the right. bike go. Okay, so we'll take Star out of it. According right. to Bobby, they were not happy that the bike of got course, claimed. Of course. I'm not saying right. they're happy, but they're... Yes. they're, they're... But they, yes, he said... We were not, and he even told me, he's like, some of the mechanics were suggesting we should do this or that. And I'm like, nope, nope, it, 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 nothing he can do. Right. So, but the story we don't know yet, and I know you're trying to, we do not know Yamaha's side. We've heard, I've heard from Tim Cotter, uh, and I've heard from Bobby Regan, and we've heard from Brendan Schofield. I don't know Yamaha's side. So I don't know if you can say, Steve, that Yamaha doesn't try to do anything unless Brian Deegan asks them to. Maybe they would have done something either way. I, I guess I don't know that for sure, but why would Yamaha go out of their way to try to cock this kid out of claiming this bike unless the number one Yamaha amateur rider's dad doesn't want it to happen? Yamaha. What I, have been told, what I heard from Cotter, and the only part of this story that bums me out, I think the claim rule is good. Yeah, I do too. I do for doing it. I got no problem with it. And like I said, no, nobody said the bike is illegal. So anyone that's trying to stir up crazy drama of like, this is an illegal bike, even if it was a factory bike, there's no rule that says they can't race factory bike at Loretta's. It's, it's illegal. It's fine. Yeah. They yeah. got to be willing to lose it. Yeah. And I think so, the, rule, I think the claiming yeah. rule is good. I agree. Yep. Yes. So um, the only part that's bumming me out is I talked to Tim Cotter about this twice last week. And I do not believe that Tim Cotter is just a complete bold-faced liar. He sounded, he went, he, he told me the whole process they went through. 
And it sounded like he tried to be as diplomatic as possible to carry this forward. And let me just state for the record, the AMA and MX Sports did do it. They did not stop him. They did it. They yeah. filed the paperwork. They yeah. took the money. They took the bike. It was done. It was it over. Was, it, they, was marked, they, it was marked. It was marked. It was done. Know, everything. Yes. They, uh, my proof is if Tim Cotter and MX Sports were trying so hard to stop this kid, well, they didn't stop him. They did it. They sent AMA and security down to Star at the tra- at the track and brought the bike and they locked it in Tim Cotter's uh, camper so Yamaha or Star could not get a hold of it. So to me, that does not sound like resistance. I don't know if Cotter should have invited, invited Brian Deegan in to talk to the kid. That's where uh, that's where I that is, yeah I yes. t- I talked to Brennan and Tim's a good dude. I don't I think he made an error and not not a fireable offense, not nothing like that. But yes, I, don't, I don't think I don't know if he should have done that. Yes, I don't know if Tim yes. should say, "Hey, Brennan, come on up to the backup. Brian Deegan wants to talk to you." Because this, according to Brennan, Brian Deegan was very upset and yes. and changing the color in his face. He was angry. <laughs> so, so sure, Tim. But I but yeah. remember, even that did not make the kid no. change his mind. Nope. The kid no. still left even yes. after that and was still following. Yeah, Bert. he should. Yep. And, and yep. it shouldn't yep. matter if Brian Deegan's mad or not. Yeah, no, no it, it should not. No, no, and it's no. you know so. In talking to people, but what I heard from Cotter, if you believe it, is the only concern Brian had was, "Are you using this bike to deface us?" Like, let's say the kid. But how are you going to deface anybody? And then, because like, what Brian is afraid of is, because he's afraid the kid is going to take the bike and be like, "I broke the bike down. The bike is a cheater bike. It's a two seventy-five. Hayden Deegan is a cheater." That's what Brian is afraid of. Get out of here. With yeah, that. Well, listen, that's, that's – Maybe that's so a dumb what? take. Yeah. Hey, breaking news, the Starbikes are really fast. Yeah, and who cares? <laughs> like, listen, the, the, the kid could have took the bike and drove it into a lake. It doesn't matter. He could light it on fire. He could light on fire across from yes. Deacon's Motorhome. It yep. doesn't matter. The bike, those are the well, rules. No, so, those are the rules. Like the Joker and, and in, dark, again, in Dark Knight. They let him follow the rule. That didn't stop the kid no, from no. doing the claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but what Connor told me was – when the kid said to Brian, that is not my intent. I want the bike. I'm not getting the bike to try to prove that you guys are cheaters and Hayden is a cheater and the Deegan family sucks. And when Brian heard that, he was like, okay, that is my only concern. If you want the technology or the motorcycle or whatever, that's not even my deal. I just want to know that you're not doing this to try to ruin us, which I agree, guys. doesn't matter, Brian Deegan. It doesn't matter. But that was his only concern. So I don't think, Steve, that Brian then was like, I got to go to Yamaha or Star and stop this. But maybe he did. I I would bet on that. I don't know for sure, okay. but I would bet on that because Donnie Luce has been an amateur Yamaha coordinator for a long time, in the industry for a long time. I don't see Donnie Luce pursuing this without someone, his number one amateur rider's dad, saying, we got to stop this. What can we do? How do we stop this? Donnie, can you help? Blah, blah, blah. Now, I've spoken to Yamaha people who have spoken to Donnie. Donnie did not contact the dealership that this kid uh, is sponsored by and put any pressure or threaten to pull or anything off. Yamaha is saying Donnie did not do this at all. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. So, so, but the kid, Brennan, and Brennan did not tell me Yamaha did that. Brennan told me he doesn't know who told the dealer you know, he's going to lose support. He can't, the kid can't do this. All the things that the dealer told the kid. But the kid told me Matt Walker, who he rides at that facility for the last three years, Matt Walker did talk to the dealer that supports the kid. So one can reasonably, if Yamaha says they didn't do a thing, 
and and Tim Carter didn't do a thing, one can reasonably sort of make the leap. And Donnie Luce didn't do it. And Donnie Luce didn't do a thing. Matt Walker told the dealer, hey, that Yamaha can do this, and hey, Yamaha's going to, like, all these things, I'm guessing, to put the fear of God in this dealer to then talk to the kid. Now, ironically. Why would Matt Walker do that? I don't know. He told, he told, Brennan, Brennan said that Matt Walker said this is an unwritten, this is an unwritten rule and that nobody claims uses this. Don't do this. It's bad for you. It's going to hurt your reputation. Blah blah blah. And the kid was like, "I still don't care." There's a lot of hearsay in this whole story and not enough facts. <laughs> That's the problem. But the, ironically, in talking to the kid, he dropped the claim, and the, he told me that the dealership still wants their bikes back. He is done with the dealership. Oh. So I have reached out to the owner of the dealership, left a voicemail and a text message to talk to this dealer to be like, who told you this? And why are you, why'd you cut support from Brennan Schofield? No answer. No reply yet. I've texted Brian yeah. Egan. Yeah. No, no yeah. reply. So, yeah. But I, I, uh, it's a big story. And I think, bottom am I, line. Am I allowed to claim this bike? I'd like to No, you have to I'd race like in the class. No, you have to race in the class. What is the class? The schoolboy. Okay, I'll be there next year. You're out. It's <laughs> age. Limited. I would like to buy it. Uh, bottom line, this kid should have this bike. That's how I feel. Agreed. This kid should have so this the, bike. Yeah, he the put rule the, is there for a reason. If the motor guy put the money up, if the dad did, I don't care. As long as the kid didn't rob a bank to Listen, get the money. The rule yeah. was specifically made for this situation. A rider has a bike that is too good for what people would consider. Yeah. It's, it's a deterrent for that. Yeah. That's why the rule was written. So if somebody's going to exercise why the rule was written, have at it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yep. I'll argue the, that to the death. Brendan told me three or four times, I just wanted this bike, yeah. man. I just wanted right. to ride this bike. And, and <laughs> the rule was made to keep yeah. people from overbuilding in this yeah. class. Yeah. Like It's, it's yeah. literally no yeah. other reason. So if you're going to overbuild your bike, if you're going to put a factory bike on the track or something similar that you don't want shared, you're asking for it. Yeah. Like you're asking for yeah. trouble. And it sucks. The kid dropped the claim from pressure from his dealer, and the dealer dropped him anyways, according to Brennan. Dealer said, I need those bikes back. So his support is gone. Wow. So, you know, so who told the dealer what is what I'm trying to figure out. Right. Yamaha, Donnie Luce is saying they did not talk to this dealer at all. Oh, by the way, too, I talked to somebody who talked to Yamaha Canada, and Yamaha Canada says we did nothing. We didn't do anything on our end for this dealer. So all the people that are, I mean, you know. I smell an oral history. <laughs> coming Dude. <around. laughs> Dude, right? I just, yeah. I, I, you know. I did hear some people theorizing, and again, this is all difficult to track because this interview with Schofield comes out, geez, Friday afternoon, right? So people are either traveling, they're at races. Donnie Luce, by the way, is still at Loretta's because of the ATV National, so no one can get a hold of him because of the their, the land of no, no cell service. Yamaha guys did today. Today, yeah, on Sunday. Yep, yep. But I'm saying over the yeah, weekend, yeah, 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 yeah. everybody is desperately searching for answers, and you know, when news breaks on a Friday afternoon and you're going and half the people are flying, you're at Unadilla, et cetera, et cetera, the news is coming slowly. So Brennan Schofield gets his side out, and then no one can even get any other sides or facts straight. Although the theory at the track was, okay, this whole thing, he, he, he claimed the bike like on Friday afternoon at Loretta's. A, could Yamaha even pull that string? Could Yamaha even get to the dealer and actually use that threat? I and would B, say the race could side. Could they have done it on a Friday this quickly? I would say the race side, no. 
That's my personal opinion. I don't have any facts to support that. But if a, an amateur support guy calls the sales side and says, hey, we need to not let them sell our units anymore because they're going to try to claim a motorcycle or red lens. If I'm the boss in the sales side, I'm like, <laughs> I'd hang up. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that, that was exactly. the prevailing theory at the tribe. But like I said, no one could verify this because it's like there's land of those cell servers, Dilla, Loretta's, et cetera, et cetera. But the theory was, I don't even know if Yamaha could have done it's not it even the at same all. Country. And B, this isn't even it, the exactly. same country. And yeah, this yeah, all yeah. happened within a matter of a few hours on a Friday night. Yeah. Uh, no. Friday evening-ish night at Loretta's, which makes it even harder to believe that Yamaha pulled this off. Like, with franchise laws and rules, like, could they have made a call from Loretta Lynn's and told the dealer, we're not going to allow you to sell Yamaha motorcycles anymore? A lot of people are saying, I don't think they could even do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, just think about the, the logistics of that. Uh well, some people don't want to. They want to believe in the logistics of evil, giant, greedy corporations are, you know, yeah. destroying people's lives every day. Ha, 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 ha. And if you want to subscribe to that, we'll never talk you out of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no, exactly. It's where we live in this world today, for sure. Yes, but, yes. But, yeah, yes. I think the whole thing sucks. I think uh, Brennan should have that bike. And, uh, you know, yep. there's three sides to every story. I'm tro- I've talked to Yamaha. I tried to talk to Brian. I talked to the kid. I tried to talk to this dealer. You know, Um yeah. Yeah, so. he's what I told you from Bobby. Like, he wants that to yeah, get out. Right. And, and yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like you are not misrepresenting what Bobby said. So, yeah, yeah it's a, yeah, uh, it's a crappy deal. And this kid lost his ride anyways, according to him. So, oh, you know, he dropped God. the claim and lost it. So, I don't know. He won, won a moto in, uh, in uh, uh, Walden, I guess. And he said he won the C-Class at Loretta's last year. And he moved up this hmm. year. So, he's a good rider. So. All he tried to do was yeah. buy a bike. Yeah, he just wanted to buy a bike. <laughs> now, you know, I talked to somebody today that then they're probably right. The rule should be changed. Double the retail price does seem like a good deal for a fully modded bike. Yeah, whatever. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have an opinion. Yeah, yeah like maybe whatever. that rule should be looked at, like, you know, but. Yeah, uh, someone, I saw someone on Facebook. It was actually pretty smart. Someone's like, hey, uh, I'm not saying anything about the Deegans or Yamaha or Brandon Schofield at all, but. Here's how quickly you can make a motorcycle cost $18,000. Yeah. And it's like a joke. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe that needs yeah. to be looked at, you know, and, and, and. But what's that. funny is at every other race besides Loretta's, uh, it's actually less. It's, it's 1.3%, not, uh, double. Um, so it's actually even cheaper to do it if you did it at a regional, which Schofield said, I wanted to do it at the regional. Yeah. I hadn't saved up enough money yeah. at the yeah. time. It would have saved him like 600 bucks. Now, Brendan said, told me that he and him and Deegan got into it at Southwick. They cleaned each other out to use his words. So, oh. you know, maybe there's a backstory here of like, screw you. I'm going to get your bike. But even if there was whatever, even if there was, it doesn't matter. Yep. That's the rule. Do it. Don't bring that bike to the ranch. If you're scared to lose it, you know? So, um, yep. I think they're still developing here. We'll find out some more down the road, but yeah. Um, yeah, the key is you've got to get Yamaha's side on this dealer. Like, in the end, the dealer got the kid to not do the claim, but the question is, why did the dealer do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So, all right, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast. Let's keep digging into this thing. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Anything else, Weege? No, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> to the timing and scoring issues and the Deegan issues, uh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, just have something go smoothly without drama for five days. Can we do it? Yeah. Uh, let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, by the way, okay, so before we go, 
JT, Sexton or Tomac? Oh, God. Uh, I'm sticking with ET. I've been there all year. Sexton's damn good, though, but I'll, give I, me ET still. I know still. this is going to shock you, but I don't have any conviction. Oh, boy. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know anymore, man. I've been I've been on the Tomac train. I don't know anymore. I really don't. I that I still say that finale being at Fox Race was a big deal. Okay, it's a really big deal. Weege? I'll say this, man. If you're if you're pulling Tomac, um, if you're saying Tomac, you are putting a lot of leverage on the track at Unadilla. You know, you're putting a lot yeah. of leverage yep. on. It's, yep. Yep. He's as soon as it goes to Buds Ironman. He'll get it right back. Dude, the, um, these guys are so... So you're relying on that, which he's, he's, it could be true. These guys are such fragile flowers, and, and Chase's confidence has got to be so high right now. But Yes, so can just literally the Unadilla track versus Bud's Creek be that much of a difference to flip all that? That's, I, th- I think so. I do. Yeah, that all I'm saying is that's the question. I don't know how to answer it, and I think it's awesome that we literally do not know. So I th- neither I think, one of you are picking somebody. Great, thanks. Yeah, for, I think Tom, but I do think Tomac bounces back this weekend. Thanks for making me look like an asshole. No, I will still, I will still go with Tomac. Okay, um, I'll still. It's so darn close, and I'll just always side right now with the, with the experience, and you yep. know, there's less of a chance that Tomac's probably going to wad it over six motos, which counts for something. Yep. Yep. There we go. All right. Hard hitting analysis. Uh, okay. Racer X, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast, Unadilla Review. Thanks, Weege. See you guys. See Thanks, JT. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners.